Welcome to the Callaway Golf Podcast, part of the Callaway Podcast Network. Here's your host, Jeff Newbarth. Welcome to the Callaway Golf Podcast special edition today. Jeff Newbarth here coming from the home studio in Del Mar, California, and I'm excited to be joined on, on the phone by a true legend in the game of golf. Um, someone who, honestly, we're all looking for a little escapism in these crazy, crazy times, and we're hoping to provide a little bit more of that to you. Uh, I'm pleased to be joined by Tom Watson. Tom, good morning, and thanks so much for taking some time out of your day. Well, sure, Jeff. You know, we're all kind of in the escape mode right now, but it's, uh, you know, in one, in one sense, there's, it, it, I said kind of at the beginning when everything started to shut down, and now, of course, everything is, that uh, it's kind of refreshing to be able to uh, think about things when you don't have a schedule. You know, everybody's schedule is, is basically empty now. Uh, my calendar is just, uh, you know, a lot of people's calendar is, is, is empty. Um, and obviously we have to provide for our, our families and our, our kids. You know, that's the number one priority and how we deal with that. Uh, you know, the financial burdens that we we're facing are, 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 are really big. Uh, but you know what? I think that uh, our uh, our country, honestly, I think our country will will uh, be able to help those who can't help themselves, and the, there'll be some wonderful wonderful things that come out of this, uh, as far as people people helping others. Uh, and honestly, it's going to be a lot of FaceTime with people now, not screen time, but FaceTime now. And I think that's Absolutely. a very healthy thing. That, uh, that's going to happen from all this shutdown. Absolutely, and we are recording this on Tuesday, March the 24th, uh, 11 o'clock uh, Pacific, and and I'm not quite sure when we're gonna post this, so if there are some things that we've said that are dated, that is that is certainly why. So I wanted to kind of pick your brain on, on a bunch of topics, uh, and again, the, the goal is to provide people a, a little bit of a distraction, but like we were just talking a second ago, this is, you know, this is late March, and there's got to be something in golfers who've been lucky enough to compete in the Masters who, when you kind of get to this time of year, even if you're not, you know, um, of course, there is no Masters in April this year. But does it do something to your body to be like, wait a minute, it's March. You should be doing this. You should be trying to hit a draw off, off the tee of 13. You should be working on how you're going to, you know, hit, hit a cut on, on 18. It, does your body... Like I have a body clock that wakes me up every morning super early. Does your body have a Masters clock and is it getting, is it going off? Well, not anymore, uh, but it used to, obviously, for, for a lot of reasons, because uh, to play Augusta, you really had to concentrate on hitting some high, hard draws off the tee. Um, and if you're, if you're, I cut the ball quite a bit earlier in my career, I uh, got a little bit more comfortable with drawing the ball, hooking the ball. Uh, so that was always one of the things that uh, I worked, I started working on a month ahead of time. I mean, that's, that's crazy to think, you know, I've been lucky enough to attend the, the, the tournament a few times. And, and it's so the, the two things you don't appreciate on television, not that they don't do a great job with the coverage, is the slopes that, that you face, the unevenness of the lies, and the speed of the greens. So what were your practice routines kind of going into that week? Um, you know, did, did you like to play the week before? Did you like to work at home the week before? Or how early did you get to Augusta National? Well, I, I, used, I took the week off before the Masters to, to work on my swing to get ready, get ready for Augusta, hoping that I, my swing is going to be in, uh, in good form when I got there. Um, 
And sometimes it was, sometimes it wasn't. You just, you know, it's just like any other golf tournament, honestly. You, you go in there hoping that you've got uh, the swing in order and, and the other parts of your game in order to be able to um, you know, feel confident about your chances. The other times you go in there and you're not playing very well and you and you make some adjustments. You try to make adjustments so that you uh, you get that confidence in your swing. And at your, at your swing uh, responds to it and uh, you hit a series of shots that you want that uh, prove to you that I've got it. And uh, that, that's that's, but that's like that was true for any tournament really. But my 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 routine was uh, for all the majors basically was to take the week off before work on my golf swing. If I went to the Open Championship, is to get over there early so that my body adjusted to the time change, the six-hour time change from uh, Central Time to uh, uh, in London Time. And uh, you know, I thought that was really important for me. Uh, to be able to compete successfully during the open week. So that was one of the things I did. Um, no, uh, you know, just, uh, you, you basically working in your golf swing to get confidence in your golf swing there, Jeff, and, and making the, uh, you know, making the, uh, whatever adjustments, uh, trying to adjustments. If things aren't working, uh, you know, you, you, you make adjustments to make them work. Uh, the, the one thing that we, you know, that we golf or some golfers like me fall into the trap is that, uh, if it's not perfect, we still try to make adjustments. We don't remember what Harvey Penick said in the Little Red Book, which I continue to uh, emphasize to people about uh, you know, the, the state of their golf games. And the, he said, you know, after one bad round of golf, uh, don't worry about it. After two bad rounds of golf, start thinking about a change. And if you have three bad rounds of golf in a row, then you better change something. What if you had a lifetime of bad rounds of golf asking for a friend? <laughs> like you? <laughs> well, yes. Yes. I mean, it's, 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 it's funny because uh, it's, all read... rel- it's all relative. How many, you know, you know, let's do this. You know, uh, you know, I used to, as a kid, I used to, you know, on the scorecard, I'd say how many fairways I hit, how many greens of regulation I hit, how many putts I had. You know, sometimes that's kind of a fun way to play your round of golf. How many greens did I hit in regulation? You know, just maybe just think about that or uh, uh, how many fairways did I hit? Um, uh, you know, how many birdies did I make in, in the round or pars? In your case, Jeff, it's probably pars, right? Probably net par, <laughs> probably net par. But I'll tell you, I, I'm what, laughing. What, I don't know what type of golf you are. You got to help you, me out here, man. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm lucky enough because I use great equipment that my game has improved significantly in the five years I've been at Callaway. I'm down to a nine. Oh, uh, not, that that I've, okay. not that I've played much lately. Um, You're a nine? A little, You're yeah, nine. I'm a nine coming off of a little foot injury, so I haven't played in a while. I was really looking forward to playing the last couple of weeks, and obviously just with Well, uh, you can make birdies, on. though. In your... I have made birdies. I, I, I enjoy it. I have a fun group of guys well, I play your with. your case, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you. Yeah, you know, I would. I would. Uh, you know, I, I, one of my indicators would be how many birdies did I make around in golf. You know, I, I have a good friend who who plays, and he's he's probably about a fifteen handicap or twelve handicap, somewhere in that area. And answers the round. Well, okay, what'd you shoot? And he said, Well, I shot, shot eighty four. I said, Well, how many birdies did you make? And uh, you know that I think that's a good indicator. Of, I agree. Uh, of, I agree. Yeah, you did something right during the round of golf to make a birdie. That's true. That's true. And and the other thing for me is I tend to focus on if I, you know, every time I have a chip, 
make sure the next shot's a putt. And every time I have a putt, make sure it's no more than a two putt. And when I kind of lock into that, because what I, what I find amazing is when, when I've been lucky enough to watch, you know, the great players of the game play is even the best amateurs mental focus is nothing compared to your worst day mentally focused competing on a professional golf stage. And it's just, I, I don't have that focus and, and nor, nor should I probably, because there's other things in my world I'm working on, but it's so interesting to just see how completely dialed in. And um, we did a, a video podcast with our friend, Matt Wallace, who recently joined team Callaway. And he even said that he won't practice with music because he wants to hear the ball strike and he can learn so much and just the efficiency. It's, it's really a completely different game. And I, I'm just so fascinated by the mental part of, of the professional game that you played so well for so many years. Well, let me, let me tell you a little secret about the game and how you, how you become good. Um, it's, everybody talks about the mental stage, the state of your game. You cannot have confidence unless you're, you're unless you get results from the way you're practicing or playing. Um, and it, 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 obviously, that confidence goes in flux. Um, the the way those are so good is that they have this a routine that they play by. You know, you know their routine, and uh, and they've hit uh, you know they've hit a million golf balls, and they can trust that routine. Uh, under pressure, and you know that's uh, that's what we do. You know we we practice we practice a routine uh, how we you know the timing of you know of how we hit a golf shot, and then we you know then we we practice for the results of that golf shot. And if that if we practice uh, in, in the results of that golf sh- you know, of those that one golf shot, then two, then four, then eight, then twelve, with maybe one miss or two misses in there. You know, we got a pretty good level of confidence for that. But if we had 12 shots in there and we hit, you know, we hit four bad ones or five bad ones and 12, you know, we don't get very much confidence in that. So that's what we're looking for. We're looking for a, a high percentage of success when we practice. And, you know, that practice is a result of our routine. And then, then and only then can you have the confidence going in there. Um, and the, the other little secret of the game is that, it's, it's pretty simple to play this game. You play uh, just like we were living our, our lives today with this coronavirus. You live one day at a time. You can't predict the future. You can't and you can't do anything about the past. Yeah, we're here. Everything's shut down, and the future is uh, unknown right now. Same thing with golf. When you play each shot, each shot is a, is a tournament in itself. You, you know, you play that shot like it's the only shot you're going to play the whole day. And, uh, you know, and you assess you know, the, the, the success or the, the failure of each individual shot after a round of golf is over. And we're going to have some failures, but we're going to have some successes. And, you know, obviously we try to build on successes, but most important thing is that we practice trying to eliminate what made us fail. Uh, and that's, you know, that, that's how I look at the game. We're with Tom Watson here on the Callaway Golf Podcast, learning a lot about golf. One thing... Uh, that is interesting is as you talk about routine, um, obviously, as, as you stated so eloquently, everyone's out of their routine right now. If, if you were a professional golfer, and look, it's, it's always funny to me because we're always complaining that there's too much professional golf, right? That there's tournament after tournament, there's no off season. Now we kind of have a forced break, obviously. How do you think um, at, at the heart of your competitive days, you know, on, on the PGA Tour, Tom Watson would have reacted to having sort of forced time out where, 
you know, you, you can't be the creature of habit. You may or may not be able to practice. Uh, you're certainly not going to be able to compete. How do you think you would have handled this break that, that, that the, the greats of today are, are having, uh, unfortunately, to face? The way, the way I played the, the game, Jeff, was uh, uh, ever since I grew up starting the game, I never played or touched a golf club from the 1st of September until the 1st of April any year going into my second year in college. And I, I never touched a golf club. So I played golf from the 1st day until the, you know, the end of August. And, uh, and that, so I had extended breaks every year and I would take, uh, you know, in the heat of, heat of my career, I didn't take that type of break. Uh, I would still stay active. We had a bunch of crazy guys in Kansas city that really go out and play it when it's 25 degrees, the greens were frozen. And I tell you, when you play in frozen greens and you have to hit over a bunker to stop it on the green, you start playing chess. He say, well, where's the best place for me to chip from? Cause I can't stop this thing on the green. So we had, you know, we played golf, um, uh, all the time. I played golf all, you know, yeah, you know, all the time, practiced all the time because I wanted to, you know, just to maintain my, uh, my, uh, my edge, uh, uh, getting better. I just wanted to get better and better and better. And, uh, uh but yeah, I think the force, you know, being, being away from the game, I played golf yesterday here, I'm down in Weatherford, Texas, and there's a golf course that was open, that's open here called Canyon West. I went out there and played that golf course yesterday and had, had a great time. Uh, it was wet. It had about nine inches of rain, but it, you know, it had, had a good time playing it. And, uh, and I don't know, you know, throughout the country what the status of, of, of golf courses are. I know a lot of them have shut down completely, uh, but there are still a few of them that are open. Uh, you know, you know, I think we can social distance on a golf course pretty easy, don't you? <laughs> I mean, for sure. I, you know, if, if trust me, unless you're going to, you know, you, you'll be in the fairway. I won't be in the fairway off the tee. There's our social distance already, already mapped out. And, and you're right. You know, the CDC is showing that there's, there's many different safeties. Uh, okay. As long as we, as long as we do, you know, follow the social distancing. And look, I love walking uh, when I play. Try to do it as often as I can. Um, I think it's one of the, the, the great things. Uh, certainly, I share the same uh, love, obviously not the same results, uh, playing over overseas in Scotland, uh, England, where, where there are no golf carts and everyone's walking, uh, sometimes with a little push cart. I, I think it's a great kind of way to reset. Um, one other question just on the scheduling, going to move on to some other topics, is you know, today uh, on the 24th, as we're recording this, they did announce that the Olympics are going to be postponed for a year. Um, the schedule is so unique for the, the tour pros right now. Really, when you, you look at that West Coast swing uh, and then you get into Florida and then it's the players, then it's the Masters, then it's the PGA Championship and then the, the, the US Open, then the Open Championship, back to back to back. It's so much more compact than it was uh, before. Do you like this new schedule where it's kind of condensed or do you wish there was a little more time uh, sort of between these major events in our game? Well, actually, I like it more condensed because uh, honestly, when I still had the same feeling that first of September, even when I was playing playing on the tour of my best, that uh, when September first came came around, it was you know I still had that you know, that urge to say yeah let's you know, let's shut it down and do something else. And uh, you know when I was in when I was in school, I mean I played football and I played basketball, ran track, um, and then golf came up in April. You know, it, it uh, you know, I just, I just think that the schedule right now is, is, is just fine. Uh, people say it's too, I don't think it's too condensed at all. 
Yeah, I think it's, you know, for, for a fan standpoint, it's great because you know when sort of the major season in golf is and you get one event a month. And by the time you've come down from the high of, of, of say, the Masters, you have the PGA. And then by the time that's over, you're, you're ready for the U.S. Open. Uh, I just think the schedule is so interesting for, for these players. And um, I'm with you. I always kind of uh, – I did like when they used to take a little bit of a break just to kind of allow us to kind of recharge and refresh. So I wanted to ask you a couple other questions before we let you go. Again, we're with Tom Watson on the Callaway Golf Podcast today. Tuesday, March 24th is when we're recording. So, Tom, one question I wanted to uh, ask you is a lot of people who, who are kind of, you know, stuck at home, uh, quarantined at home, you know, when you traveled – and and we're in you know hotel rooms and wanted to tinker with your game at night. Any advice you could give? Some tips that they can maybe try in their homes without breaking anything. Without breaking anything is the key, Jeff. Sure, uh, making golf swings in the uh, in the hotel room. Uh, they, we did have some accidents. It did happen, but uh, it goes with the territory uh, when you're working on your golf swing. But uh, putting putting is the main thing that I used to do. Uh, in fact, when I grew up, the uh, uh, my dad had a little device that uh, it was it was a, it was a green backboard with a hole in it the size of a cup, golf cup, and he'd lean that up against the wall and we we'd put our, we'd put on the carpet uh, to try to sink sink it in the hole and try to make as many in the rolls we could. And we had lots of competitions, Dad and uh, my older brother and and uh, and and me. We had a lot of competitions when we couldn't get outside. You know, it's interesting because I think everyone's going to have way better short games. Certainly, we're all going to be better putters by the time this is over because everyone I know is doing the exact same thing as putting on tile floors or wooden floors or if you have a little bit of carpet. Um, did, did you ever practice to like smaller than a hole? So that way, when you got out to the golf course, the hole would seem bigger. Did you always kind of keep it authentic to what the game was? No, sure. You, you know, you, you'd go to table legs in the hotel room and, they, you know, their table leg might be, uh, you know, Maybe may, may an inch. You had to hit the table. Sure. Yeah. Well, I think it's just so interesting, kind of the times that we're in and the adaptability or whatever. Um, I just have a couple quick questions for you, and then we're going to let you go. Of course, we're joined by Tom Watson here on the Callaway Golf Podcast. Um, what do you think? Um, you know, right now in, in, in the game, kind of as we kind of hit this pause. What What are you looking for in terms of like, do, do you think that 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 golf will will be able to be this unifying? Because um, golf has always done so much for for the world, you know, especially charity wise. How do you think golf's going to be able to help uh, in in the times that we are now to to once once things get a little bit better to help us uh, kind of get through some of these tougher times? Well, I, I think golf is a is a relief. I think people love the game of golf. I think most of the people who play the game they look out for they're looking outside. And it's a relief being outside, especially when you've been a hole and you're holed up in the winter, or in this case, uh, you know, sequestered or, or you know, shut down, where you're uh, you're together uh, inside a you know, inside a place where you're not allowed to go outside for for the reasons that uh, uh, our government has uh, has put on us. So, you know, that that's the you know, golf is always going to be a, a sport that people enjoy because they get outdoors. Um, you know this. You know they say that the sun uh, is one of the uh, you know the eliminators of viruses. So if you're outside, uh, you know the, the chances of you uh, getting a virus is, is less than when you're inside. So you know that's uh, uh, get outside, get outside and walk, uh, get outside and do things. 
you know, where spring is spring is around the corner for uh, you know, right now. We, you know, we're uh, you know we're we're past the uh, you know we're we are into we're into spring right now. So get outside and do things. Right now, I'm I'm planting a garden. Uh, I'm still I'm playing a little golf. Uh, I enjoy getting outside and walking. I'm, uh, uh, and I, you know, I, I enjoy being outside. I agree with you. Couldn't agree with you more. And, uh, you know, even just being able to take that, that 20 minute walk per day is, uh, certainly the highlight, the highlight of, of the day for me. Last question I wanted to ask you is, do you still get excited when, when a package comes from Chip Brewer and it's a, it's a new driver, uh, and new equipment comes, do you still kind of get that 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 spark lit and do you want to go out there and hit that and and is is the tech the pursuit of of seeing what oh. technology does yeah so tell me about that tell me about like when when you received your your, your latest uh, maverick driver oh yeah hey you always play better with new equipment <laughs> it just it's so exciting you know uh, when i grew up it was always hand me stuff hand me down stuff hand me down stuff and finally uh, uh my dad bought me a set of uh, of irons and uh, and uh, and and I still use the hand-me-down woods, but I had a set of irons that were brand new. And then I don't, you know, it didn't matter uh, how bad the irons were, you know, they were the best, you know. But uh, you know that attitude still, you know, you know, being with with Callaway's for so many years. You know, let me tell you a little story about uh, uh, the versus seven putter. Uh, a few years back, in the hot list. Uh, Golf Digest's hot list. Uh, they they uh, identified uh, the hot putters, and one was a putter that I hadn't seen before, and it was the Versa Seven. And I looked at this thing and said, "Man, I love the lines on this thing." Yeah, of course they did a close up of it in the magazine, and I said, "God, I got to go find one of these things." So I went to Dick's Sporting Goods, and uh, sure enough, they had a Versa Seven. I paid I paid my one hundred and thirty dollars for it. And I use that putter. Uh, for two or three years, and even though uh, the reps on the tour said, "Hey, we got a new versus seven," said, "No, I like this," and, <laughs> and uh, I still I used that putter for uh, probably about three years until I finally went to the newer model of them. But uh, um, it's just you know I, I'm impressed. I'm, I'm using the Maverick uh, driver. Uh, it has a little bit different sound than the Epic. Uh, I find it, uh, uh, it has a little bit different flight characteristics, which I like. And uh, so I'm, I'm using that. Uh, I, I, you know, the, you know, when when they came out with the Epic driver here, what three years ago, uh, four years ago, I just said that was uh, was a great leap and uh, just the best driver I've ever played. And and they continued to me. Uh, you know, they, they're very forgiving. You know, when you hit it off the toe or the heel, uh, the ball doesn't fly offline as much. Uh, ball quite far anymore, so I don't hit it quite as far off once as I used to. But uh, it always helps to have a driver that you, that you, you know you're going to get the maximum distance out of. Well, I, I can't thank you enough for spending some time with us and for distracting everybody uh, for what's going on. It's Tom Watson on the Callaway Golf Podcast. Um, again, recorded Tuesday, March the 24th. And stay with Callaway Golf on our social channels, our podcast feeds, callawaygolf.com. We are here to be a distraction for you during some of these crazy times and allow you to kind of fantasize about getting back out on the golf course because we know it's going to happen uh, sooner rather than later. Tom, thanks so much for spending some time. I appreciate it. Always enjoy talking to you.